Hey everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. It's your boy Dave Neal. Uh, what a fun episode this is. I talked to Paige Diaz. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian from Chicago. We had a great chat. Um, doesn't really need much of an introduction. We go all over the place. Deep, funny. I think you guys are really going to like it. So check this one out. Before I air that episode, uh, here's another quick little cross-promotion with another fun podcast I recommend. So check that out. And uh, subscribe to the other podcast. Subscribe to this one if you haven't already. And enjoy. Do you like sex? You should try Sex with Zimmery. It's an actual real podcast hosted by an actual real sex doctor. That's that's a real thing. I have a real PhD. And you should listen to it. This is really good. And we have interesting guests, artists and activists and academics and inventors and porn stars. And they will talk to you about sex. And it's amazing. And you should find it on sexwithzimmery.com or iTunes or any of the places where you can get podcasts. Thank you. And I hope to talk to you soon. other dogs to bark but he doesn't so uh we'll get right into it i have an okay. intro that i had after so we'll just get right into okay, it hey everybody cool. welcome to the sex actually podcast your host dave neal with Paige diaz hello i'm so excited to have you on uh we just met two days ago yes we did this, i'm excited to be here this is how it works we did a stand-up show together and i was like she she looks cool let's talk to her Thanks, dave you're cool too <laughs> and i don't and i was like i don't want to know anything about her i don't want to stalk her i just want to <laughs> wait you didn't Instagram stalk me? I, I did the whole like two thumb shuffle. Okay. I didn't okay. like want to like a photo from like August 2013. Okay. You don't want to be creeping. I like. I think I saw some Zumba video or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of Zumba videos. So maybe that is creeping. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just, it's not creepy at all. So you're a Zumba instructor slash stand-up comedian. Yes. Stand-up comedian, actress, and dance slash fitness instructor. From Chicago. From Chicago. I've lived in LA for 11 years though. Yeah. Yeah. How's that so, changed Chicago to LA? You know, um, well, I came here when I was 15. So, um, and I homeschooled my last three years of high school while living in LA. Um, I came out here with my stage mom, naturally. Um, and I'm so Chicago, but at the same time, I uh, with the whole Donald Trump thing, I didn't realize how living in LA has, I live in a bubble. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize it. It's a bubble. It's a it's a total bubble. When he talks about like that wall he wants to build, like we already have a wall of liberal <laughs> exactly. culture here. I'm like I'm a millennial who virtually grew up in Los Angeles. I had no idea the rest of the country was like like the flyover states. Yeah, like what the heck? It's just, but that's what you have to realize is you know, and we've been talking about this every episode since because you can't you can't avoid, you it. Can't avoid you it. it. You can't avoid and it. And I'm like I'm. I don't know. I travel like mm-hmm. I know I have family from Missouri. And right. My girlfriend's family is from Kentucky. They're very liberal. For, yeah. Very liberal for Kentucky. But um, family in Florida and business owners, small business owners. Yeah. So like you hear everything. I, yeah. I guarantee most of my family voted for Trump. It's it was crazy. a painful Thanksgiving. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I mean, I know the rest of the country has different views. I just didn't. I'm seeing people post on Facebook. I'm like, you went to kindergarten with me? How? Yeah. <laughs> how are you so ridiculously racist? And right. But I don't... here's the thing. I'm getting more annoyed at this point with 
liberal people. I know because we have because we have to live with people that it's like shut. Up. And of course, for those listening, like what what you know, actually is like if we do stand up, you know, if you do sometimes a couple sets a night or five times a week, you have to listen to fifteen different people all give the same opinion. And even when I'm on the same side of group yeah. think, it's a scary thing to be a part of. And you have to like step out and be like, hold on a second, we're all sipping the same yeah. Kool Aid. The whole world doesn't think this way. And mm-hmm. not to say that we're right or wrong, but like you got to build perspective totally. and it's hard when you live in a place that's so like, and it's not like we're all from, it's not like we're all from LA. Right. We just all come here just like all New Yorkers mm-hmm. kind of you know, like I used to live in New York. Everyone goes there because like they're, they can't, they've, they've outstretched their <laughs> exactly. hometown. No, and I avoided the comedy clubs for like a good week after the election. I was like, I can't, I just don't want to even hear about it. Like I've heard enough on Facebook. I can't. You know, what's weird is I related it um, to when Robin Williams passed. Because like you can't do, he passed and was like, what the, every comic's like, what the fuck? Like that's our childhood like uncle. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm not going on stage and trying to work out my dumb Paul Revere bit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I'm not, like I can't. I'm like, and it's like, right, maybe that's just a procrastinator in me being like, (laughs) I'm going to take a sick day on this one. No, it's true. But so, and so of course when we met, was it the show Tuesday night or Wednesday? Tuesday night. So when we met, there was just some drunk lady in the audience yelling, fuck Trump. And like it's like every three minutes. You just don't look good. You lady. weren't even doing political material and she was like heckling I do you. no political <laughs> she jokes. She was heckling you. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, oh, but so I was w- kind of hoping she would. I did a show in, I've talked about this probably five times on the podcast. I did a show in Palmdale, which is very redneck. And oh. there was like a Trump supporter heckling at this person on stage. And the person on stage was a new comic who didn't deal with it. Right. And the whole room just. You know, it's like it's like taking the gavel away from the judge and being like, you're not in control anymore. Right. So I kind of just wanted to talk to the lady just to tell her she can't talk. Right. Like, shut up, you're lady. You're not on stage. You're not but she was drunk yeah, and she, she, was. I mean, she couldn't articulate past fuck it, Trump. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It goes on both sides, the point. You never Shitty know. people on either side of the conversation. It's so true. And um, we're, I hope that we're probably somewhere in the middle, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so you're out in LA. You've yeah. been here since you were 15. Since I was 15 years old. I'm 26 now. So pretty so. much your whole dating life started yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Now, did you have friends in Chicago? You just had to leave. Like, what made you leave Chicago? Um, so I was in show business my whole life growing up in Chicago. Did a lot of commercials and print. I always planned on coming to LA when I turned 18. Um, I went to one year of regular. I went to regular school my whole life. After one year of high school, I was bullied so badly. Really? Like, almost killed. It was... Were you in the suburbs? Where were you? I always have to tell people I was in the white suburbs of Chicago. These were white suburban girls. Wait, they are mean. This is where the audience pauses, and, and this is where <laughs> and they... they stop no, feeling no, bad no, for no, me. No, no, no. This is where they... Um, Google's check you. So what's your what's your Instagram? Because I know people are going to okay. be like, what does this bitch what look this like? Look like? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to call you a bitch. No worries. <laughs> go, go for it. I feel no. like we're friends. I don't we know. are. We're my... friends, Dave. We click. You can call me a bitch too. I, I deserve it. Trust me. I'm getting heckled by Trump supporters. I'm a bitch. Um, it's just Paige Diaz. P-A-I-G-E-D-I-A-Z. So you're of Cuban descent. We've I'm Cuban talked about this Italian. before. So you're yes. Cuban Italian. Yeah. And good looking girl. What? Like, so Thanks, they were, were they... Were, you know, so this sounds so ridiculous and cheesy, and that's why I hate telling the story because I just feel like people are just like rolling their eyes. I made this the varsity dance team my freshman year. Damn girl, get it. <laughs> so you're shaking your ass, you have a little attitude, and the chick's like, uh uh-uh. uh. The girls on the, the girls team. bullied you, not the guys. The girls on the team. It was the girls. The girls on the team bullied me. I think 
they were upset that a freshman made varsity. However, there was another freshman that also made varsity, and no one had a problem with her. So I don't know what it was. Did but, you put up with it, or did you resist? Um, I resisted a little. I mean, it was it started as like minor things where it was just like purposely telling me to wear the wrong outfit and this and that and stuff. And there was just like two girls on the team who rallied and got the entire school to just hate me. I would leave school every day by like second period just in Jeez. tears. And it got what? to the point where I was like jumped in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. By these girls? And just uh, and then it, it spread outside of the team. There were like two random girls that weren't even on the team jumped me in the school bathroom um and did they start rumors about you or like it wasn't no i it wasn't even rumors they were just they just it was just like an i hate page club and um by the end of the school year the principal was like we had to go away to a state competition where we had to like stay in a hotel room together and the principal called me and my parents to the office and was like we have to remove you from the team because we fear that if you stay in a hotel room with these girls, you will be murdered. And it's easier to side with the majority. So they Jeez, took me off the that team. That sounds so Chicago. I, hey, you got to go. They don't you like you. Go. They're going to bump you off. They're going to eat their pizza, <laughs> their unos, and they're yeah. going to bump you off. I don't, I don't know if Chicago no, 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 it's it, was, <laughs> like, it was like Italian yeah, city. No, remember. it was good, good. Dave. I like Thank it. Thank you. Unos, yeah. that's all I know. So it was. And beat you with the <laughs> Chicago Cubs baseball bat. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. So by the end of the year, I was like, okay, I can't go back to school. I need to be homeschooled next year. And my mom and I were like, well, we might as well go to LA now. Jeez. So we came out to LA that summer. Me and so my mom. good that that was before like social media. So like oh. you just like left. I mean, sometimes it's good to leave your problems when it's like you want to. You're you're a kid. You so, only have high school for. You only have a few years to. When like, I think about how bad it was, even with just like instant messenger and stuff like that, I can only imagine what it's like with Facebook. Yeah. And did you ever now. do this? I never did it because I'm a guy. And honestly, guys, I hate to be sexist because someone no, was like, but, call this podcast sexist actually oh, because God. you're super sexist. I'm like, well, Get over I liked, it. but no, I like it. That's some chicken Brazil <laughs> doesn't think that we're sexist. I like to look at the dynamics of why chicks bully because like I I was hazed. In a in in high school football, right? but in a in a way that we almost it's took pride di- in it. Yes, we they they gave us funny haircuts. It's different. They, with guys. The linemen they would make you chug gallons of water and see who like puked first. Guys and, are and, like, and I guess yeah, it's funny. You could that people have died that way. Like in hindsight, they yeah. found out people died from water chugging. But like those were activities. It sounds so stupid, but when you're 15 to 18, like yeah. I I took pride in the varsity quarterback giving me a funny haircut right and he made fun of me and and we all made fun of each other and then then we all shaved him and then if anyone ever in any w- situation picked on me he had my yes. back no with girls it's psychological they like get in your head so They're is it a, but is it is it a i always go back to tribal things is it like a threat like only one woman on the top like or like yeah. what because you were a threat because you're the cute young chick i i mean i i always do the boys like you I mean, not no, I, I wasn't, I was a very, not a late bloomer, but I was very, like, I wasn't interested in boys at a young, a young age like that. So it wasn't even like I was like the girl with all the guys. But your naivete doesn't change their threat I level. I guess. I don't know. And I just, I, it, what scared me about that is, and again, it goes back to the Donald Trump thing, how if one person is strong minded and gets weaker-minded people to just follow them it's even the principal he's like it's just easier to side with the majority yeah he's like like, i don't need to deal with their moms yeah yeah but i can deal with you yeah exactly so so was it a hard decision then to be like we're it's funny that you went you left you went to la because la was the most fickle place in the world well i always 
I always knew I would come out here when I was 18. I always wanted to be an actress and I did it in Chicago. So it was just natural. And my mom was like a crazy stage. She wasn't that crazy, but she was a stage mom and she was like, yeah, let's go. So um, it was an easy decision like that. I didn't tell anyone I was leaving. I just didn't show up. The and next you're year. and you are. Did you miss anyone? Did you there was anyone that like no. you connected with? Even now, like I, I rarely go back home. But when I do, like I don't have very many friends from childhood that I like get together with because I didn't I didn't I didn't not that I didn't have any friends, but it's just like. I see you on Facebook. You just wonder where those girls are now. Do you, oh. do you remember them? Or oh, like, oh yeah. Them oh, oh, yeah. Kara Friedenfeld. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to text me in three hours. And be like, can you take her name off? She's going to find you. Well, I recently did. Come to um, a show. <laughs> I recently did stand up at Funny or Die. I got oh, to go great. to the Funny or Die offices and I made this post on Facebook um, of me in front of the Funny or Die sign and I wrote the caption. I was like, I want to dedicate this to the Elk Grove High School 2005 Varsity Palms team for, you know, pushing me out to LA sooner and I hope none of, and I always said, I bet all of you have babies now and if you do, I hope nobody's ever as mean to that baby as you were to me. And that's <laughs> all I said and it must have circulated around because one girl from the team a couple weeks ago sent me an inbox message on Instagram. And like, was like, a, like hate mail? She's like, no, she was like, I have to apologize for my actions back then. Now that I'm older, I feel so terrible and I can't believe I ever treated anybody that oh, way. Oh, wow. That's and great. And I was like, it just like make, it made me feel so good because I was like, wow, like just, it's just nice. You start to think you're crazy after a while. You're like, well, yeah, was I the me? problem? I, Whenever everyone's an asshole to you, they say you're the problem. Right. It's like, oh, well, if that many people are mean to you, what did you do? Like, that's just, that's naturally what you think. So it was just refreshing to be like, Paige, oh, what did you do? I'm not, you know. Whose boyfriend did you fuck? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what everyone right away, they're like, whose boyfriend did you go out with? It's like, I no, I totally it. believe yeah. that the hierarchy and when you get into a team sport, mm-hmm. dance, cheerleading lacrosse field whatever basketball you're gonna get people manipulating power sororities mm-hmm. yeah. sororities i mean Ugh, i mean i was in a fraternity and the sorority stories were horrible oh my god they take sharpies and circle well the flaws oh, on the yeah. new chicks oh yeah we, but it comes to the same thing we did community style quote-unquote hazing right. stuff that's like all right we're all gonna go out and scavenger hunt like oh <laughs> Oh, woe is me. I've got to go find right. traffic cones on the highway right. and bring them back. Like we did fun shit that like brought us together. And why? So like, and then there's a question that still today, why are girls ripping each other it, down? It does. It bothers me so much. And it, if anything I learned from that situation is I try so genuinely to build other women up now. Like if I have a friend who's a female and do it, I will go out and support her because girls are just not nice to other girls. And if girls aren't nice to each other, why are guys going to be nice to girls? So it, it stems exactly. from that for me. Like, just support each other, love each other. There's room for everyone at the top. And I know that's crazy to say living in LA, but that's my mindset. I'm just you hear like, that? El Grove High School? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? El Grove? Elk Grove. Elk Grove. Elk Grove High Sounds School. Sounds beautiful, by the way. Oh. Elk Grove High School. I love it. I love a good elk tree. Sorry. Right. Right. Is, is that a tree? Elk no, Grove? No, it's a elk. Um, why would it be a there, there's a lot of elk animal there. than a grove? There's elk. But our, our groves mascot of was... Elks? You would think our mascot would be the elk. It wasn't. It was the grenadier, which oh. is the guy in the war who throws the bomb. Oh, I thought grenadine like Shirley Temple's. Oh. Okay, good. I'm really... Your mascot's now a Shirley... T- a delicious Shirley that Temple. sounds much better. Yeah. How can you be angry? No one's ever been like, put my Shirley Temple down. I'm going to go kick some ass. 
Or have they? Has anyone listening? Have you ever fought with a Shirley Temple with in your Shirley hands? Temple? Did you slap I don't drink, guy? so I'm always holding a Shirley Temple. There you go. There you Shirley go. Temple, that's the good. Yeah, my I have family like like my mom and aunts used to work in like restaurants because my mm-hmm. hometown was like super touristy. So like in the summer everyone worked in restaurants. And I would just like slide up to the table at like four thirty PM before like the dinner rush and like just like slide me a grenadine <laughs> fucking pack Shirley I've Temple. I've never heard it called a grenadine. Well, oh, it's just grenadine is the what, liqueur that goes okay. or not even liqueur, it's just a uh, uh, non-alcoholic. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, know that. there we go. I'm probably wrong with what it is. No, you're just loaded right. up with the, ch- the cherries. That's all. I. I was a fat kid. Um. <laughs> so okay. So you leave there. Leave there. You've got some vindication now. Years later, that you probably didn't you know, need, but good for I, yeah. you for getting it. Yeah. It was just kind of like one of those things. I was like, you know what? You were all so mean. And I genuinely hope you're happy and nobody's mean to your kids. It's it's hard. You you struck on something. It's what's what's worse is seeing the traits passed down. Yeah. Because you can't when a kid you see a kid who's a piece of shit. You're like you're supposed to like I my family. I love them to death. And they and you know everyone's got issues. But like I really do think my little brothers 13 19 were raised right. Right. And. And I hope they were because I was part of that. Right. And you'd think like if someone asks for help that they're there helping. Well, that's what always. But when that, yeah, that when you pass down shittiness, it's like I can't slap the shittiness out of your kid. And it's just such a cliche, but it's true. The bully, it's like you always wonder like, what's your home life like? Because there's a reason you're like this. Totally. And I can totally um, pity people like that. Whenever like my girlfriend Tasha and I, which by the way, she's, she wanted to come here, but she's working. So she'll be, next time you come back, we'll always have you back and she'll be on it. Um, We always talk about, we always like to break down like, okay, so, but, and it doesn't mean that you have to be an apologist for people being shitty, but what furthers the hate is you being like, oh, you're fucking piece of shit. And then then I'm, now now I'm mad. It's like, (laughs) I would tell Tasha and I like if if we're the ones being affected by someone else's hate that that's on that's on us mm-hmm. we need to just dismiss it yep. and in a town like LA you got 10 million assholes riding around town you have to guard yourself and mm-hmm. be extra aware New York I had to do it you guard yourself and you're like your problems aren't going to affect me because right. at the end of the day I'm not going to go to bed with a million fucking negative things mm-hmm. in my head because I let you get to me yep. that spreads hate and love's just totally. a stronger thing yeah so you so you just dismissed it. Just yeah, I was just like I'm just going to get away from any regrets. Against... Any regrets about what about all that or just no. you're just you're just happy with I'm happy that I came out here for sure. It's made me the person that I am and um I didn't need it. I and didn't. you're the youngest, the youngest of four sisters. Yeah, I have three older How's sisters. How's my memory? Not bad. So good, Dave. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> so what's that like? Um, Did they, I, they didn't come out with you, right? So I, no, I came out with my mom and then eventually the three followed us out here. So all my sisters live out here now just because we're so close and they didn't have the same bullying issues. One of them had a really bad time in high school. Like when I was probably like eight, all of the cars in our driveway were trashed by a bunch of girls and guys that didn't like my sister. Just like poured paint remover on our car. Oh. And such there. So she had a and really bad pity time. Your, when you think of the parents. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it was just horrible. But the other two didn't have such a bad time in high school. See, so. I had a great time in high school, but I... I had a good time in junior high school, in middle school. Okay. I loved middle school. That's good. Yeah. At least you got... I mean, because you watch these <laughs> movies of like... Ever, you know, there's certain movies where like... Even movies like Super Bad, which is like everyone loved because... It was more relatable than like I don't know some other like like yeah clueless type right, of movie. Right, right. But super bad, you know. There's like those are dudes. They're like 
you, you're like, I just remember like sleepovers with friends yeah. and drinking 15 seven ups or surges you know, like the Mountain Dews, like drinking those all night long right, and right. playing video games, like snowboarding yeah. games and GoldenEye and all these things. And I'm like, when I think of someone and like I was in band and, and uh, football and baseball and I, I loved them equally. Right. I, I was a huge band nerd, huge that's like guy. me i was on the dance team but i was also in like musical theater you yeah. know i did i did them both so and, and they're very closely related but again like i said it's like we we put ourselves in these quote-unquote teams mm-hmm. trump versus hillary uh liberal conservative uh, la new york right. dance team theater <laughs> band football it's like what the fuck are yeah. we doing we're all Just, in, we're all humans. but it's identity it's you go usa yeah. you know, undefeated world champions right. it's like okay all right we're Just, pieces of shit like you are too <laughs> exactly Let's be, humble pie please right 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 um, but yeah. if you did want to be on a team support this podcast yeah, uh, rate and go. review um anyway because yeah, uh, so so you moved out here you're homeschooled homeschooled my last year so it was a really weird transition because i went from being a regular kid in chicago to um, moving out here with my mom and the only time i was around people my own age was when i went to acting class once a week other than that i was with my mom with my sisters so so that that was the the first dating so like, i just did i was didn't acting dudes was i mean kind of but i still didn't again i was like just like a, not like a like i just didn't care about boys i was very just like i'm gonna be an actress and that's what i care about and i don't care about boys and um so but I grew, they but they don't think like that. They're just sharks. They don't. Yeah, they so don't. So were they? Were they like, hey, very, Paige, let's go run lines together. I had, let's go. No, I had a. My mom was very overprotective. Oh yeah, very age, overprotective. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So in a weird way, I it forced me to grow up really quickly. So I, I because I was only around adults. So I'm not even now. I'm not comfortable around people my own age. You like older guys? Yeah. You've dated older guys? Yeah. What's like? What's the age range that we're talking? Um, I mean. The, like, There's older guys listening, being like, "All right, here's my chance. I got her. Uh, I followed her on Instagram. I started liking her Zumba videos." <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like I'm like, "Oh, I'll only date guys from this age to this age," but like 15 years older than me. But that's, that's, I mean, so like, how, like, when was when was your who when was your first real boyfriend? Um, like committed, like not boyfriend necessarily, but someone okay. you'd call. Like, well, when I was like. 18, I was seeing a guy who was eight years older than me. Okay. 26. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like super and serious. Half your age plus seven like... is a rule. So 26, half your age is 13 plus seven is 20. So, okay. So, oh, so, so you were too young for him. Actually. Okay. Now, I'm like, do the math. I'm like, no, you're too young. But that's just a stupid rule. I yeah, mean, and it was just you're like in LA. Like, age really is different yeah, here. It's, to- it's totally different. Yeah. I dated an 18 year old chick when I was 24 and it felt like a 50 year really? difference. Oh, like me? Younger. I'm 26. The idea of dating an 18 year old, I'm like, God, but no. in your case, I'm, I'm not judging it at all. Like if yeah. you, if you, LA people, it's a city, man. You have to be mm-hmm. street smart out here. Like you yeah. have to be and the fact that you're homeschooled. Like you're just, I feel like you would probably be years ahead of like someone who's like 18 going I on their tried. junior prom. Or, like I've gone on dates with guys my own age and it's just always like, it just doesn't work. Like I can't. What's the biggest, what's the biggest thing that's not working about that? I they're, just, they're, I don't want to say they're immature because that's, I'm not saying they're immature. Cause you would have hated me at 26 <laughs> still. I'm like, when am I going to grow up? They just don't, they just don't have their acts together and that's fine. Cause you, you're supposed to be figuring it out at 26. I just don't, I just feel like I'm like, I don't have the time or energy for that. And and usually you want something you didn't have. Like, do, do you want structure? 
Do you I want mean, like security? I mean, it's not wrong. That's what so, I feel like most girls want a guy who's got their shit together versus like, I mean, every, you know, the romanticism is yeah, amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah, but he's fucking poor. Right. You know? Right. Right. No. And I, it took me a long time to accept this and I didn't want to admit it, but I think it all goes back to daddy issues and I hate to call it that, but, um, I never understood that term. So, okay. My yeah, explain to me daddy issues okay, from, for from me, you, from, from me, from my point of view. Um, I grew up with an alcoholic father. Um, he passed away two and a half years ago of alcoholism. Sorry to hear that. I know you've Thank mentioned you. that yes. in your set. Yeah. I joke about it. It's there. That's the way I, which is a very funny joke. You said, you. you said, um, he's been sober for two and a half yes. years. <laughs> but so I was sitting at the bar and the, and the, the bartender didn't hear the first part. And he was like, Oh, good for him. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's, it's cause he's dead. It's cause he's dead. And he didn't hear your part. So he, he thought I was it. just, t- you know, making, making that up. A, I was no. Like, no, forget it. Yeah, forget anyway, it. my um, father yeah. died. Um, uh, the three around the around that three oh, years ago sorry. too well i didn't know him that well talked to him okay. in the past okay. i met him when i was like 20 my mom oh, wow. my mom kept me away from him but he he wasn't an alcoholic but post-traumatic stress so he had his own okay. issues got it so when he died it was kind of almost like freeing right but um so so two and a half years ago is very yeah. very recent it's still yeah oh yeah for sure and it's it's weird to say two and a half years because it sounds like a long time but the way i describe it is when he passed away i feel like the first year I was in this fog of like just being on autopilot, not really knowing what to do. And then the second year, I thought I was like, oh, I'm back. But now when I look back, I'm like, I wasn't back. I was I was still going through the motions, but pretending I was back. Yeah, you were telling yourself yeah. maybe just a step ahead of yeah. where you were, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. It's not denial. But it's just, it's no, just, it's cope. just you're coping yeah. and you're supposed to. And I wasn't even consciously trying to do that i just really thought like oh yeah i'm back i'm living life and it's like no you're you're can not. you date a guy who drinks um oh yeah definitely and is that why you don't drink or um i don't drink none of my sisters drink either so i grew up with no liquor around my mom wouldn't allow liquor in the house because of my dad she thought that that would like get him to not drink but really he just you can't alcoholics you know are... it's a disease we, I, we talk codependence all the time on this and um it's so funny because i'm super codependent and uh, and it's in a lot of books that you read, like Codependent No More. They talk about codependence with alcoholics, right? Because you're you're you have to you, when you're codependent, you have to do the, like the same twelve step process that a lot of alcoholics have to do. Because you have to like you have to like detach and you know be it's it's in, it's there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. So so I I I'm always interested in how people deal because you can't if you love your kids you won't drink. It's like it's no. a sickness. In it- that's why every morning when I wake up, I have to remind myself it was a disease because that's the question that's always on me. I'm like, how could he choose liquor over four daughters? And I just remind myself. And that's myself, how you frame it in your sober, rational mind. Yeah. And it's, just it's, not- I, it's the only way I'll get out of bed in the morning. So, um, yeah, that's, that is why I don't drink. Um, I Also, I fear being an alcoholic myself. I know I have sure. an addictive personality. I know that sometimes I have that urge to be like, well, I could just taste that. I could just taste that drink. And then I'm just like. Why are you even having those thoughts? And I think I definitely would be an alcoholic if I yeah. drank. I mean, I have a food family. addiction for oh, sure. Oh, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm sugar. Oh, me too. Oh, sugar. Sugar yeah. so bad. Break out the chocolate. So sugar, and you know what? I always no one gives no one gives a fuck about people who are addicted to sugar. 
but but it's it's a different it's not a, an abusive addiction like it, i mean it is to you yeah. but it doesn't hurt other people the way alcoholism does right. sugar just makes me cathartic it makes or, me feel bad but, about myself yeah like I'll, I'll i can't say how many times i've been on the couch and i've woke up like shirtless with just like melted crumbs of sugar of, of chocolate yeah. oh yeah <laughs> like i'm a fucking beast. i call it all the time i'm like i have a food hangover today i just have a sugar hangover yeah. it's it's true but it doesn't it's it's not like i'm, it's gonna I'm right now life. trying i'm in like a thanksgiving hangover trying oh, to trying to go sugar-free which me means grains it. and it's a lot of things that has to, you know i can't do a bagel here and there you're I gonna can't. have headaches for like a week yeah you get i mean i i'm still doing like i'm doing juice like fruit sugar i'm doing mm-hmm. certain things but like i do like i got my coffee i go coconut milk ag- i go honey or agave depending on what they the have. rest of the country listening right now hates you they're like i know and i'm sorry people. but that's just me like sugar spikes it spikes their energy no, it and then it drops it and you can't true. sustain creativity it's, and you know you can't be anyway so i feel better without it so anyway, not, I say, but this addiction. is my 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 uh, narcissism took your dad's alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sugar. yeah i can relate We're to your father because i uh, can't uh, turn down a good old snickers bar <laughs> so um i could tell this could be like a 10 hour podcast so you're gonna have to i know we're not even gonna get no, to half of it because we're already halfway through we and are I'm, I'm, yeah we're already I'm halfway having through. a good time dave good i'm glad i'm glad yeah. you have a good time so so your father passes away yes how does <laughs> how does one i mean what what how did he die um, liver failure. It was alcoholism. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, um, I hadn't seen him in seven years before he passed away. Um, did you know it was, so I, the last up? time I saw him when I was 16, um, my mom and dad got divorced at that time when we moved to LA. Um, my mom still to this day is completely in love with my father. She still wears her wedding ring. Like wow. she was divorced because my dad couldn't financially support the family anymore because of his disease. He had a, a booming business that kind of just fell apart because uh, of his quick question drinking. was he the cuban or the italian side he's actually german oh okay he's he was born in germany moved here when he was like four years old um but i never so your weird. mom's your mom's your grandfather mom's from cuban your mom's side was from cuba yeah my mom's cuban italian my dad's german and i don't not say i'm german i don't like not claim it i've just i don't even really know my dad's side of the family they didn't like my mom because she was hispanic so they never really bothered with us because we were the Hispanic. Come on, the Germans are reasonable people. Yeah, I know. So I don't really know my dad's family. <laughs> that I don't know them at all. Like I saw my my dad's mom and dad for the first time since I was probably like 10 so at his cousins, funeral. cousins and you have nieces and nephews. That I don't even know. Not, maybe not nieces and nephews, but cousins, yeah. uncles. I use my mom's maiden name. Interesting. Diaz is my mom's maiden name. So You have more pride on your mom's lineage? I've never identified with being German. I don't feel it. Like I've always felt cuban and italian because that's what i grew up around that's the food i grew up eating eating that's yeah, yeah. so 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 <laughs> did you have i with my father i had a we knew he was going to die for mm-hmm. years we okay. I mean, he he outlived what we all thought just because he was just yeah, everything right. everything was failing it's yeah. like, what, like people say what was wrong with him just post smoke two packs right. a day don't take care of your body it was like a that's real awareness of what i would look like mm-hmm. if all things went to right, shit. Right, right. And I see that. I see, but you know what I mean. It's like your eyes never change. Mm-hmm. So I could look at this man who I never knew growing up and see myself and see the hurt and the the the, the beauty of it was when he passed away, everyone was by his side mm-hmm. and everyone felt this okay. like vindication and this love. Right. So so when he passed away, everyone had forgiven him for because he had failed. <laughs> five different marriages mm-hmm. worth of kids i mean i'm like we are i have a, <laughs> i didn't know this but i come from a huge group of people that like that it was it's just wild that like it's i met so i met sisters brothers oh nieces nephews God. yeah wow yeah so so but we got to say goodbye it was facetime didn't okay. get to see him but 
it was like I was in the back of my head he was going to die. I knew he was right. going to die. And it was like, do I shovel that under the rug, which is what my sister did. Right. Until like the very last second I called her and I was like, Chase, call your father. Yeah. And she, we have a hard time saying our father. We, you know, call well, yeah, Steven. You your... Well, yeah. So it was like we would never... But it was just, like my stepdad would call Luke because right. we couldn't commit to calling him father. Yeah, right. It was like, <laughs> the no fuck? Dad. I got no dad. This is why you don't understand daddy issues. You don't have a dad. Yeah. <laughs> but I always said for a guy, you you have daddy issues the more fathers you have. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like I have a, one dad over here. I don't know. I got a stepdad right. who's great, by the way. But like, it's like, it's either know. no dad or too many. That's right. the issue. <laughs> you know, um, and no, like I, I was close with my dad for sure. I mean, I have amazing memories with him from when I was a kid at Christmas morning and being in Disney world and sitting on top of his shoulders, walking around Disney world. Like those, I have amazing memories with my dad, but as I got older, he just, the drinking took over and um, my sisters ended up stepping up and financially supporting me from the age of 15 on um, because he couldn't. And so I moved to LA and I didn't see him just because I would talk to him on the phone, but it, it, he would stutter so bad that I would just end the phone call in hysterics. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I was like, let's just email each other. And he was so far gone because at that of his point. sickness. You mean, yeah, because really of the even... drinking, like it was like, it was, he, he wasn't even a, the, a person I could talk to anymore. I would, he wouldn't even ask questions about my personal life. Cause he just wasn't aware. And I, you were too far removed yeah. from like, he was so, so just the no investment. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why it's so strange to say when he, when he died, it was a total shock to me. I mean, you just think he's lived this long. He was 62 when he passed away. It's like, why are you going to, why are you going to die now? Jeez, like, we're similar. Really? That's how my, yeah, my dad was old. My dad was an old guy. Okay. But he, yeah, for, for, I mean, you know, 60, yeah. I mean, yeah, born in late forties or. Yeah. I think 50s. my dad, yeah, my dad was early fifties. Yeah, we've been early fifties. Um, so yeah, but when he passed away, I always say to people, it's really strange, but I feel closer to him now because before it was just like, he's out there somewhere and I can't, it's like, I want to share my life with him and he just isn't hearing it. And now I feel like, oh, like you can see what I'm, I know it sounds trippy and whatever LA people, but I'm like, he can see what I'm doing now. He can, sure. he's more consciously aware. We're just in this, these meat suits. Like my, my personal belief in, you know. I come from an Irish Catholic family, mm-hmm. and it's slightly different than I grew than, up than, Catholic. Yeah, yes. slightly different than that. And I think most people, you know, I still, you know, I don't bash the Catholic people. Are people? We're, yeah. we're all searching for for truth. Yeah. But my belief is that we're just, spiritually we don't there we are like beings that mm-hmm. that outlive whatever this thing we're testing ourselves mm-hmm. on right now and and it's i mean that's like when when the soul leaves when you die you, you crumple you're nothing right so when you can like sort of separate the ego and the the pain and the hurt that we put ourselves through like who knows what your father was on this earth to learn exactly. and, and you can spend 62 years trying to figure it out and it and it can like my in my father's case it came to him on his deathbed mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that that spirit's gone they're just not in this fractal thing in this the shell of a yeah. body yeah no and it's, it's in the body's just one piece of that and i'm know. a big believer in this is gonna sound weird but i'm a big believer in like past lives and future lives like the soul goes somewhere i yeah. think you're just a body you're here on earth for a small time and your soul goes somewhere to some other being and i think everyone and, you know you've met in a past life like yeah. i think your brother could have been your father in a different life i or, talked about i talked about this pretty regularly but the um the irish and i'm gonna butcher the facts of it have a term anamkara and it's soul friend 
and it's like people that you just meet sometimes randomly you're like oh shit we were yeah, yeah we were beer pong partners in some life like yeah. we were cool like you, we were buddies you click yeah and whether it's a girlfriend or in, in people come and go and then, you know with, with dating people come and go because it's it's hard to be like oh yeah we were like right. buddies and now like no fuck you you fucked me over right. like, like, <laughs> right. we, we, we feel hurt but with certain friends my friend patsy it's like we became friends like the second mm-hmm. i was like yo we are friends it was like when you're a kid you're like will you be my friend yeah. it's like you just know you, cl- you click, with click and it's like um it's a magnet and it's mm-hmm. an attraction and an energy thing totally. and yeah with family it's like they say they say you don't choose your family but in some ways it's like you, it's like right. it was chosen it was chosen before you For got a here. reason yeah Oh, and, yeah. and I mean, and you've got, I mean, whatever you got the bullying and the fought and these issues. I mean, they pushed you they pushed, and they push you up. Totally. And that's the only way you can go. 100. Yeah, totally. And, um, it's, I've learned so much in the last two years about myself. I feel like the person I was before my dad passed away, like I kind of died with my dad and sure. I turned into this new person that I've had over the past two and a half years to build up and learn who this person is. So and what are you learning? Um, I've learned that I'm very intuitive about other people and to trust my instincts more. After my dad passed away, I just was very like... Like trust, trust your like ne- negative, mm-hmm. like, oh, geez, stay away from this guy. Yes, yes. It, it was very like, after something like that happens, you're like, you know what? Life is short. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. You can go F yourself. You, you know what I mean? Like I turned into yeah, that Yeah, it's a person. choice we make who we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with. And I have, I have people that are like, you know, this job's killing me. It's a, quit. And quit. Exactly. Yeah, but if I do that, quit. No. Walk away. Bye. And I know it's easier said than done. But we have but this mentality like, quit. Yeah, I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. Just, it's like, no, you're you're choosing who you're going to surround mm-hmm. yourself with. I, there's there are, there are mics I don't go to because I don't like the energy of the room. Yeah. And I don't need it. I don't need, um, you know, and I might, I'm super sensitive, but like, it's like, I, I, it's hard, it's a hard enough gig we do. Mm-hmm. Why don't, why don't we surround ourselves with yep. the most part with people that appreciate us and we appreciate and respect. That's how I am now. Like the second someone like hurts my feelings, I'm just done with them. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like I've been hurt enough in my life. I just don't need it anymore. Yeah. And and it's like, good luck with what you're yeah, doing. And yeah, I don't hold much, um, anger towards past things. Like I've got a few, I, I talk about, I got a few arch nemesis. I kind of like label, but it's like, I really, some dude messaged me on Instagram recently that I thought hated me and it's cause I like hooked up with his ex mm-hmm. and um, but like I wasn't friends with him. I've had this happen a few times where like in, in New York in the film community, I've I hooked up with someone's ex and like, they were like called me out and all this shit. I'm like, bro, we're not boys. Like right. I know you, right. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? And, and, and this one guy, like he messaged me the other day and said something nice. And I was like, Oh, you didn't hold on to whatever anger you had before. Right. Like then we're cool. Like yeah. I wasn't actively looking for his approval, but like, oh, okay, we're cool. Yeah. Like I want to like, I want to like people. Right. But I also, yeah, like you said, <clears> just don't <throat> have time. Like, I just don't know, have time for it's it. It's cool. Like, you know, you know, we, we get all the people like, Oh, tell me when you have a stand up show and it comes. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll let you know. And I tell them and they don't respond. I'm like, okay, moving okay, on. Moving on. Yeah. Maybe I'll invite you again. Right. As like, Hey, <laughs> just, to, just so you know. I know. Right. Come to the show. I keep seeing people <laughs> post lately, like to all those people that are always like, let me know when you're performing. Well, here's when I'm performing. So if you want to yeah. come. All of my friends now, I'm in stand up. So like, I don't even invite comics or some comics will come. But like my girlfriend's friends, whenever we have the holiday parties, oh, let us know. And yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Amy, I, <laughs> I, 
I post All right, every day. what do you want to know? 12, 12, come to that 12. Le- and I'm just, and then she doesn't respond. I'm like, I'll tell Tasha, I'm like, yeah, Amy's not responding. Tasha's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm yeah. like, no, I'm just calling out. Just saying. Just letting you know when <laughs> someone needs a boom pole held for their <laughs> sketch, I'm sick that day. Like, exactly. You know, you just hold tabs. You keep like an inventory, right. but it's it's not it's not like a hate. Because right. it, I mean, it you, you should be selfless, but at some point you're not a walking mat. Like I don't need to help people out that, that, are right. aren't giving it back exactly. i helped some guy that i know um asked me because I, I used to, to stand up in new york he's like i'm gonna be in town if you know anyone let me know and i was like i text my buddy he's a headlight he's a this comic's a really funny comic and i set them up together and i was like yeah cool man like good luck with that and then he texted me back on facebook this long list like it was so long i had to like I was like, what the fuck is this? I scrolled up to the top. It was a list of all the bookers he knows in their email addresses. Wow. He goes, dude. And he said, keep it between you and I. And I'm not sharing the right. email addresses. <laughs> but I was like, dude, man. Like, That's awesome. But it was his way of being like, dude, you help me out. That's so nice. So here you go tenfold. You know what's really nice about that, Dave, is that for you, he was genuinely being nice. As a girl in the comedy world, when someone, a guy tries to help me out, it always ends with, oh, you're not going to sleep with me oh no i sucked Never his mind. dick after <laughs> i i that was contingent i had to blow him no yeah let's talk about that so you yeah i, I ta- can't I, tell you how many times I, I talk about this with a lot of girls in um uh, a lot of comedians i talk mm-hmm. to because there are way more men who do stand up and men naturally we look for and I'll, i say we because mm-hmm. i've been i've had girls i'm like hey be a part of my sketch yeah. and and you know like maybe that was my like yeah. first date like in my head and sometimes the girl's like cool and then right. she's like but i have a boyfriend and i'm like all right cool right. but like fine fine but um we 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 look for whatever edge we have mm-hmm. and with a lot of comics we don't have a lot going for us so and, and here's my thing so it's it's hard for me because i don't i don't use dating apps i've never had bumble or tinder or anything i've never downloaded anything like that. i if i'm gonna meet I, I don't care if i have a boyfriend like if i if i like someone great but it's not something well, i'm actively men searching in their 50s for don't use tinder <laughs> so maybe that's why you just go to john like the... stamos are you listening oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he is uh, okay so sorry to interrupt. no no so for me it's like i if i'm gonna meet someone i just want to meet them the old-fashioned way but the problem is I'm and in only... uno's in chicago right <laughs> exactly and all the only places i am are comedy shows um yeah i work and at the gym CD. and it's, it's a nightclub like, comedy's a nightclub yeah. it's cd so you're it's... meeting other comics and it's just i mean what do you so like what do you did you have to learn your lesson or did you or is it just so easy to no. see since you like have lived in la when a guy's like hey we should go uh right, right. together i mean i should know better but I, I i have this little naive midwestern heart that just wants to always truly believe like no he were really... you worried that this podcast was just a sexual oh no, i knew you had a girlfriend <laughs> right, good, good. That, that helps actually because like no yeah, it does because i'm like look i'm not i get i you get i your... got guy i get guys yeah girl when I, when I was single and a girl would mention her boyfriend it would be her saying i'm not into you and when i mentioned my girlfriend other than I'm maybe right. she has to do with the situation. It's me saying like, don't worry. I'm not trying to right. fuck you. No, you <laughs> like, mentioned something about your girlfriend and I was like, oh, sure. I'll do your podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look. All right. I mean. And it's not like, and I don't want that to sound conceited. I'm not saying like, oh, every guy is interested but in me. They but they are. No, that's not even what I'm saying. It's but just, in stand up, <laughs> chances are they are. Chances There's are. There's very few girls in the stand up world. So when there is one, it's just like. Whoosh. It's. 
just sharks yeah. circling yeah. whatever new girl usually a girl will do stand up and like i don't know how long you've been doing it but usually like the first year the first few months it like they'll date a guy and they're like, i'll never date a yeah. comic <laughs> again because because like they got the never fucking prey like they yeah. were just like the prey it's it's, it's tough so I've, do you have a no dating rule or are you like oh this guy's cool like no i'll date i'll date a comic i've dated comics yeah to com to da- dating comics how does it differ than dating other people um they number one they understand your schedule they understand the world you live in they understand I, i'm not a huge if i'm dating someone i'm not going to plaster it all over my social media i'm very careful about that just because i think you start to lose your identity a little bit no offense to anybody who does that there's it's fine but for me i'm always like okay if i stop dating yeah. that person is everyone gonna know but yeah um, you strip away and you're like all right we're not together anymore yeah, so I'll, now what because like now it's like i, t- I talk about like all my instagram photos with tasha and them get triple the likes right and like i'm cool with that yeah, I, I get it that's, that's people fine. being like dude this is, this is i'm happy for you guys yeah. versus like if it's a selfie they're like hey yeah. you're a fucking douche oh if you want a lot of likes on instagram post a picture with uh, ladies if you're listening a, a guy or a baby you'll get or a dog yeah, or a dog you'll get yeah, boone, boone does well on my instagram <laughs> but if i'm like you know post some blessed thing where i'm like i'm happy i'm successful my selfies boo. don't even get as many likes if i post a picture with a baby <laughs> there you go yeah because when a girl is like oh no yeah yeah oh no she's not, she's been used yeah, before yeah men are so weird with that with um with the image of virginity of wanting a f- of like a pure girl like we're just we know girls like right but- you, in, in one instance you want a girl who's um experienced so she's not like settling for like right. you it's like you, i want to like i want my i want my girl to, to like have tried assholes and right. other dudes so like so when she's with me she's like she knows, knows what, she, what she wants maybe that's why i like older guys too i feel like young guys are still figuring out what they like they don't like what they want and other older guys it's like okay listen i know what i want i know what we're doing this is it yeah it's not like confusing where it's like what it what yeah verse yeah. yeah well it comes down a lot of guys it's just it's like it's like economics it's like men like in new york it's men like a lot of the guys who are on wall street i think like they're just running around with their dick out in a bag of coke like they've got money they've got options they have a thing called intern right. season that's when their new flock of interns <laughs> like, well, come to their wall job yeah. yeah oh that's a real mm-hmm. and i like and i love I, like these guys aren't bad people individually but like you're giving a guy at a college a right. shit ton of money in all the in like all these things that he's a playground. Right. He'll 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 probably graduate from that and, and feel eventually the sex might feel shallow or right. wh- whatever. But like he's still got to like circulate to that point. But that's why it's hard dating older guys because number one for me it's like it's it sounds messed up because it's like you like older guys but at the same time it's a red flag to me that it's like well why are you still single yeah. you know especially if they are not divorced or have no kids and which if someone was divorced and he had kids i think that'd be a no for which, me yeah you wouldn't be a stepmom i think th- no, no no you wouldn't be no, midwestern I don't, stepmom i don't think so i don't even want kids of my own <laughs> i think you'd be a great stepmom <laughs> well thanks just say so i don't <laughs> want kids maybe i should be a stepmom maybe yeah that's you don't what want kids just get the kids when they're 17 yeah that's all you want that's you're 26 just yeah. have a have you dated a guy with with kids before no. oh you haven't okay no as soon as i find out someone has kids they're like it's like not even an option what's the what's the upper range of men you've dated age-wise like what's the oldest yeah 41 oh okay that's not yeah too. so you haven't hit yeah. the 50s yet no 41 in la is like it's not what i used to think 41 it's was it's not you get older and you're like oh that's I'm not 31 that and i feel it's like not... i just like you know i 
I mean, physically, mm-hmm. I I feel like 31, but like mentally, I'm like, I just, I'm I'm not figuring my shit out yet. Right. I thought 31 was when you have a kid and all this shit. No. Or like a lot of my friends do. And I'm like, ah, like it's, I went home to visit f- friends and family. Right. My, my buddy. So like I lived in a house, um, senior year, four of us. One guy has two houses. The other guy has a house and, and the third one bought a house. And I, and I wasn't the loser of the four. I was like, yeah. you know what I mean? I would like to think I was like... <laughs> we're all but uh but i'm thinking now like oh fuck like they hustled and did their like yeah that was their american dream and by the way not mine totally no. okay with where i am no, yeah but but the farther you get from from the like the bell curve you just start to see people that have like got their shit together yeah. in different ways with family or whatever my sister's got my sister and i are a year less than a year apart she has three boys mm-hmm. and they're all pressuring me to get married and have kids yeah. like whoa pump Hi. the brakes i'm trying to build trying a, to career. Have a career i just made a joke recently on facebook i was like all my friends back home have babies all my friends in la have podcasts <laughs> it's like, this is my it's, baby it's, this is two years no, old and it's, and it's, it's totally different <laughs> and in la that's what i love about living in la is you can stay younger longer like you can be 36 and ride a skateboard like and it's like oh cool yeah. like you can do that that's fine I, I wanted when i was home last week to have my mom on the podcast because i had all these questions i want to uh-huh. ask her but i was also worried that it was it wasn't going to go well mm. like i but i thought if i had her on the podcast and i haven't yet but i thought if i had her on the podcast it would keep us civil and we don't fight much but we don't talk about like like she doesn't talk about my father okay. the last time she talked about him other than i think we talked on the phone the day he died um was like years ago like the last time it's just been years since she's ever even mentioned him and i've only seen a photo of him once okay. from her so so i've got all these questions and i don't want her to feel like she she I, basically to paraphrase she feels like she failed uh me, my sister and i okay because now she's got like a, a good guy and a successful life mm-hmm. and with us we were just like kind of like it just wasn't great. The trial. <laughs> yeah. And I joke about it too. I always joke about it being like, oh, you remarried and had new boys and you genetically, you improved. And you did it right the, this time. Yeah. Like you did it right this time. You had more kids, you know, you like figured out the system. But, but I just want her to know that, that like, I don't, I don't know, I don't even know where I was going with this other than I want, I wanted to have the talk with her on the podcast because I just feel like she wouldn't fucking get no, too I, emotional because it's such an emotional thing to talk about uh, the regret mm-hmm. that she feels that she didn't provide for us. And it's like, we're, we're all happy. You're fine. You're doing yeah. well. Well, I always say it's as I get older, it's, I start to understand where I'm like, Oh, you just think of your mom and dad as your mom and dad. And now that I'm getting older, I'm like, wait, this was someone you like dated and fell in love with and got married and decided to like, like you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend at one time. And it, and I never thought about my mom and dad that way. So now I have a new found appreciation for the loss my mom went through with my dad. Cause it's like, I now think like, Oh my God, if this person that I was so in love with and had kids with and, and the settled, fact that it's like, just a tragic. Yeah. Ending, like like I understand now I, I have a soft spot for her I, and it's, I struggle with it because there's a lot of things where I think my mom sometimes forgets like I went through a loss too, but it's this back and forth where it's like, I understand like it was your, it was your husband at one time. He was your boyfriend. So she never, did she ever try to date after? Oh no. Even now she won't. Really? She's she's like, nope, your dad was the love of my life and I am just not but you guys. So it's, it's healthy though that you guys at least talk about. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it and um, sometimes, I mean, I think it's a little harder to get her to open up with about my feelings toward it i think because she's so, still so consumed with her feelings toward it and i i get that and i understand and respect that because she's still grieving 
it and she probably will for the rest of her life. But um, yeah, but we can, we can definitely talk about Does it. Does she see uh, the reason I was talking, I was bringing this up earlier was because my mom has compared me to my father and my, uh, my, my, my grandfather okay. who's alive in an alcoholic and no one talks to him. So my mom's compared me to them, which is like, such a Catholic mom thing to do. Yeah. And I know she means well, but she's also compared my sister. Like she also, she, she has a way of like really saying shit that you're like, mom, I still haven't forgiven you for like, right. c- for like e- calling me all these mm-hmm. things. So like, I, so I feel this guilt being like living in LA where I'm like, Oh, am I as selfish as my mom thinks I am because I've left the family or is it just part of her grieving that like, I her, think it's her grieving. Her son's on his own. And I not- think we forget because we're also consumed with ourselves. I just think everything everyone says, it's about me. And I've realized, I'm like, oh, most of the time, they're just projecting their own things onto you. So it's it's We them. held them at way too high of a bar. Like, mm-hmm. come on. It's like, come on. They're humans. And in, in, in our parents' generation, my mom was born in the early 60s. They, like, they are the product of, like, World War II parents. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to go... You know, it sounds so far away, but like you got to look at how they were raised, and like there weren't many hugs. Right. There weren't. Uh, there were. There wasn't a lot of love. There was a lot of like right. that. They that generation. Their way of surviving was was more like shame and fear. And right. I, I hope our generation, for all that's wrong with millennials, I'm an old millennial. I'm like the <laughs> You're oldest. You're a millennial. I'm, an, I'm a millennial, but I'm old, I'm too old. When people talk about millennials, I don't think they talk about me. Right. I think they talk about your I age. I feel like and that younger. though. I'm always like, oh, I'm the millennial age, but I'm not a millennial. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've got category. HPV, but it's like <laughs> everyone does. That's how my millennial. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, everyone's got. Everyone's a millennial. Everyone's got well, it. Well, yeah, like, I'm a, I don't have any uh, exposure. Um, uh, but that's what it. And it's, it's. I feel like our the positives are. I think we want love. All my buddies. Yeah. My I had a buddy who passed away this year. Unexpected stroke. Crazy. My age. Made, made oh no my sense. God. But we used to hug. I mean, we were like, we had this like handshake we did. I was like, <laughs> dude, did like played football together. Like yeah. hugs, hugs. And his dad, I saw him, you know, at the memorial and very stiff, stoic, mm. great guy, stoic, stiff, wouldn't shed a tear. And then I'm there like with, with my friends. Like, yeah. right, but right. Like, our generation, like, we're just like, what do, what do we gain from being stiff and stoic? What right. you, who's winning? Like, cancerous diseases form when you're just like blocking oh, yeah. this thing out and it's like i will cry watching yeah. a pixar film in the opening credits See, the i'll be like oh is, you got me i always thought i was because i'm cuban and italian but like i hug and kiss everyone like i'll meet you one time and it's like i'm gonna hug and kiss you yeah like that's cool but at the same time and this is since my dad i'm like i'm dead inside like i don't cry anymore really yeah like how I do have, you feel about that um are you does that scare you or are you just i mean Part of me is like, okay, this is weird. Like, you should cry. But I also have decided maybe I'm just making myself feel better about this. I'm like, I know what true, pure, real heartbreak and sadness is now. So I think it's just that it takes a lot for me to cry. Sure. So it's like, if something's going to make me cry, it's got to be something big. Yeah. To, to, because I felt... Did you cry? Like, so you cried... Oh in yeah, the morning period. That was that was the. That but was I talk, the last time I cry I really more cried. over over happy, great gratitude. See, that's things. great. That's great. But I, but I cried. Mean... I cried when Hillary lost. Oh okay. I cried. There you when go. Hillary that's lost. important. Yeah. I mean, you are you're, you're. I mean, like we we def, def, the defense of the body is a weird thing. Like yeah. what we do. Um, we I talked about this last episode. My my cousin almost got in this huge fist fight the on Black Friday right after my stand up show. And I had to get him out of it. And we had the, these guys were like continuing to want to fight us. Oh my God. And it was like, I had my girl there, the girl he was trying to see. And my cousin was drunk and he was still jarring at the guy. And I had to like, 
I was in that fight or flight mode where I was like, I'm not scared. I wasn't scared. It, I wa- but I wasn't using my adrenaline to like, yeah, let's fuck this guy up. I was right. like, let me get my buddy, my blood out of this situation because it's not worth it. And and I was and I wasn't like, it wasn't. It, it, it's just it's just amazing what we what our body does to protect us yeah. in situations of instinct. either like yeah instinct. And with death, it's different than say like the trivial like ego things of mm-hmm. like fighting. Right. But it's like we we do something inter- like we do something to protect ourselves yeah. it doesn't always mean it's the right thing right you know what i mean like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying you should cry no and i think I, for me i think it was just it was i also went through a breakup at the exact same time my dad passed away so i think it was just like a whole bunch of trauma at one time and my body just shut down it was like slow, after, you, it was like, like let slow it all motion out. like yeah it was like let cry let it all out feel bad have a hysterical breakdown about it and then i think my internally was just like oh no we're gonna shut ourselves off from all overrides it's so hard for me to feel anymore like really hard and i'm getting better like in the probably the last six months i've really like what started are, you try- to, are you trying to do anything actively or um no I, I was just like i'm just gonna live life and let it go and i think um i i, I went through like a major depression over the last like probably up until like six months ago i finally started it's to a good feel diet like though. i saw the like, I, I always look great after a diet. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I got yeah. dumped. I lost 10 pounds. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry to yeah, trivialize. no. So, how did you... How, how? Tell me about the breakup. Um. So, I was dating someone. It was probably... We probably dated for like a year and a half, which is a, was a long time for oh, me. Oh, of course. The first, I mean, that was like the first time I really was like, oh my God, like I really once you've sell, done the year it's like you, you start to be like oh last year we did this yeah like, you start to like anchor in these emotions yeah. of like oh yeah. like right um and when my dad passed away and i told him my dad passed away i think i think i now looking back i think i overreacted but i was just didn't think he was there for me i was like you don't care you're not there for me what made you feel that way um he just did i t- i texted him and was like hey my dad passed away and he was like i'm so so sorry let me know if you need anything and I guess I was waiting for him to like call me or like show up oh, the next. He didn't call. He didn't, call, you. He didn't show That's up. That's not an overreaction. And then the next day, he had texted me and was just like, "Oh man, he had such a long night at work last night. How are you doing?" And I was just like, "What?" He's an LA guy. He lived in LA, but he was from Chicago, actually. Oh, but he, but he's that's he's still you're still an LA guy. <laughs> you're like, uh, work was tough, and How's he wasn't in man? the entertainment industry at all. So I'm like. You know. What a bummer! Mm-hmm. I mean, you see people's true color. When my girlfriend's yeah. um, grandmother passed away uh, almost a year ago, I was on the road in Boston for shows, and she had to go back to Kentucky, and I, I was there for it. Don't get yeah. me wrong; mm-hmm. I was she she passed away when we were together, and I had to fly out like two days late, like oh. the day later. So, but it was known we had we had grieved and visited her grandmother. Yeah. We actually saw her two weeks earlier, and um, and it happens; it's life. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I, But I wasn't saying that. Hey, but hey, babe, it happened. Right? No, I was like. As close as I could be, but also five feet away. Here's the thing. I get it. Like, I'm not expecting you to, like, put your life on hold. Still work and stuff. But maybe just, like, call me and just say, like, how are you? What are you, like, or show up. Like, say, can I take you out to dinner tonight? Like, what? There was just, like, no. Traumatic events, they create these walls. And Mm -hmm. either he's inside the wall with you or outside of it. I just don't think he he was ready to step up to that. It's a big thing. And that's fine. And it showed me that I go, okay, I guess we're not at that level. And so I was just, like, I just was, like, I don't want, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. And just abruptly ended it. And so you ended it like the day the, after the, the next day you were just like my dad passed away the next day. I was like, I, he finally I, I said to him, I was like, you didn't even call me. You didn't reach out to me. So then, of course, he starts calling me and I didn't answer. Was it. he begging you for you back at that point? He was just I feel like, like he has to beg. 
and and also give you time and then and then maybe it was just like a a, he was just like an i'm so sorry like i really i said if you need anything let me know and i was like right but i just thought you would call me or something and so then of course he called me and i didn't answer it and i texted him i was like don't bother now it's over and that was it and he never tried again that no that was it i would have been (laughs) at your door i like right that's why why i didn't go the more tasha tells me i don't want to talk the more i'm like all right plans are uh, right, because canceled. that's because you really here. love her i guess he just didn't really feel that way about well me. it also yeah i mean well it doesn't mean he didn't feel that way but like it it's it's it doesn't mean he didn't like you or it doesn't mean he didn't love you it's just yeah. those types of scenarios they really show what your true colors. priorities mm-hmm, and true colors mm-hmm. and, and maybe maybe you know the benefit for him is that next time he 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 realizes what he what he had and he blew it and, right. he, and he needs to know i'm the I, like flowers this that right. whatever just know. to just just show you care just reach out just reach out and and for those men listening don't listen to a word women say because <laughs> that doesn't matter in a text message you can't tell he has to know like my girl like she'll be like dude i'm she'll be like i'm fine i'm like, I'm like i'll call her be like babe are you fine right. she'll be like, i'm wanna... fine i'm like now you're not right and i've literally i've I've literally been with tasha and i'm like are you okay and she just looks at me and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm mm-hmm. giving you... And like, give her a big hug. And starts crying. And I'm like, I just knew. Yeah. I just knew you weren't okay. But see, We've you're coexisted. In, you're in touch with that side of yourself. But it, is, it wasn't always that way. Okay. And we have fought. And I talk about it on this podcast. Like, we fought over meaningless things because I was too worried about... Like, if she had a problem, I was too worried to be like, but babe, I'm a good guy. Like, I was right. too worried about that ego of, like, that self-defense where I thought I was protecting myself. And, and now what I do is, like... You know, I'll give her a minute. I'll walk the dog. Like the dog always, whenever like there's an issue, the dog always gets pet a little bit harder right. and the dishes get done. I like do something <laughs> and then I'm like, babe, are we, and I just, because, and, and I'm sure this guy, like I'm sure he'll get there. Yeah. And I've, I've had relationships where I wasn't, I was that guy before mm-hmm. over things. I'm like, oh. Right. And he was only four years older than me. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. In age. I mean, who knows? He's I mean, not, I don't know. It's and a the, weird, and we recently, death is a weird thing. It's that, weird. But we recently like talked, we texted again and would you, kind of Would you like, give him another chance or no? Sure. Um, no, I mean, he doesn't even live in LA anymore and he has a girlfriend now. So it's, it wasn't you even like. stalk her Instagram? <laughs> no. Do you have any exes that like. I'm still Facebook friends with his whole family. Wow. Yeah. I get so mad that my family is Facebook friends with my ex. They didn't really? unfriend her. He recently added me on Facebook. Oh, that's interesting. Too. Yeah. Just I like have, a um, couple weeks ago. I have an ex from the East Coast that lives in LA and we haven't seen each other. And I've told my girlfriend too, I was like, look, you might run into this girl because my girlfriend auditioned for the same project that this girl was in. Ooh. And I was like, look, just so you know, like, right. we're, I don't want to run into this chick at a Trader Joe's. Right. Cause I'm gonna go see her, and I'm not gonna shake her hand. I'll probably yeah. give her a hug. Like naturally, you just say, "Oh, hey, good to see you." Yeah. But like, I, it's just like I'm. You can't hide from your past, especially when we're in sort of a small industry. We didn't even get into like your acting life, and we're already at we're literally at an hour, so we have to wrap it up shortly. No. Um, I know you're gonna have to come back soon because <laughs> I wanted to talk about Shameless. Okay, I didn't even talk about that. Or, or we could do we wanna, can talk about. So it. you did season six. Yes. Episode one. Yes. Shameless. You did your homework. I did my homework. This is good. I said I didn't stalk you. <laughs> you I stalked did. you. So you you had to do nudity. I had to do nudity on Shameless. Was that a tough decision or no. what? It was <laughs> no. a cool little role. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a blast. Um, I always make a joke. When you first moved to LA, you're like, I will never do nudity. Five years later, you're like, 
okay well i'll take my top off and then like another five years you're like okay what do you need me to take yeah. off because it's just it, it, it's not like a low budget horror film i would be like no way this was oh, that's like, just proven itself to yeah, be like a, a quality show it's like william h macy and yeah like heck yeah so i didn't even hesitate i mean i called my mom i i sh- filmed the same day i auditioned I auditioned that morning, filmed that afternoon. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I was like, mom, and she was like, do it, do it. What's the difference? What do you care? I didn't have time to. You have time to freak out. That's so great. That's so much better than having uh a week to just freak out. If I would have had a week, I think I would have been like, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, part of me was like, shoot, I ate a whole candy bar last night. Like, (laughs) but um, I didn't have time to freak out, and they were so cool on set. They're so, of course, professional, like, closed set that it was i didn't even have time to feel uncomfortable what a cool scene out. though basically you is it was that the main character that yeah you have, you have basically morning after type yeah. of scene and then yeah professor walks in it, yeah. was, it was like a funny yeah it was funny i got to be it. funny so yeah it was cool that's awesome yeah and i mean you know every boy i went to high school with suddenly is like adding me on facebook oh and that's I'm like, so funny where were you when i was being bullied so pr- we're just such a prude culture <laughs> though just, are we so like you mentioned it and I'm I'm guilty of it too, but like you mentioned it on your stand up, that's how we knew you mentioned that you, you know, you were you're topless and um <laughs> shameless and then the comic after you was like, Dude, I just Googled you. I know I'm like And I was like, Yeah, because I was next to that comic Googling. <laughs> no, I did a show once and someone told me they're like the second you said that the guy in front of me, I saw him pull up Google. Which by the way, is super distracting to men in the audience. And I don't and I'm not blaming you. And no, this is no shaming you. I'm just saying this is like the scenario where where like what, like it's like I, I, I don't subscribe to the whole like well what was she wearing type of thing but like if a, if a girl's on stage in like a tight dress or something men are looking at her legs I get it. ankles knees when chins, I do stand ass. up I try to just like and I don't dress like that anyway like I'm no, very I don't, I don't, but, but no but I purposely will just try to be more just but like stand up's a weird because I, I don't it goes both ways like I don't I wouldn't wear there's certain things I wouldn't wear on mm-hmm. stage because like I don't want to look I want like usually I'll wear like a t-shirt jeans mm-hmm. sneakers and maybe like an unbuttoned flint like yeah. shirt because you just like, want to look like a regular you want to look wanna, relatable like whatever your comedy is and like yeah. i'm not going to show up on stage with like a like club outfit because right. like my what am i gonna you know what like are you doing i know like the comics doing? my age that some i mean it's not not many but like some comics will like wear a suit i'm like that's a lot of effort yeah. of a brand to build like are you a senator <laughs> what are you talking about on stage like i'm i'm senator. literally just like like dude like chandler from friends yeah well especially if you're making like dating jokes and stuff it's like just look like a guy just there's some guys that like can pull off the like strong ripped whatever Mm -hmm. look on stage Mm -hmm. but like their whole act has to be about it it's like such a distraction to be like because you can't hold the mic as a guy and not sort of flex i'm a little i'm a little kind of I don't want to say ghetto, but like, I mean, I love my big hoop earrings and my go- I wear my gold chain. I'm yeah. very Cuban and Italian in that sense, but I talk Plus about fitness that. instructor on stage. Right, right. So I talk, but I talk about that in my act. So that's yeah. why it's like, I can wear my, my Jenny from the block gear. Yeah. So speaking of Jenny from the block that I, I had no transition to that. <laughs> How can people tell, so we, t- we said your Instagram, uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Cause we got to get out of here, but do you have any shows you want to promote or, um, or just your social media? Just follow me on social media. Facebook is page Diaz, Instagram at page Diaz. I'm every, big on Snapchat. Every guy's Google, uh, Googling. Oh, good. Follow me. Now, so. <laughs> um, I'm big on Snapchat. My username is page a Diaz. Follow me on there. Page a Diaz. Yeah. Why are you big on Snapchat? Um, I love Snapchat. Love I think it? I just I'm just like addicted. I'm 26. What do you expect? <laughs> uh, I try. I just 
I it's can't. so it's good too. for bits like as a com- i've gotten so many like little like youtube and there's so many jobs now like social media writers and stuff so i just think it's good to exercise there i i just muscle. like i said on stage i just stalk girls i know you did i just stalk them. <laughs> i don't try you, to message them are you being on the dog filter I don't know. I don't want their ears flapping or their fucking giraffe nose or the, I don't give a shit about that. The volume's off. I just want, you know, it's like a weird, it's just like that weird thing where like, it's just this reality thing. You want to know, it's like an exposition. Right. Oh, these girls are real. I, I sound so creepy saying that. No. But like, I don't care. I don't care they're what they're real saying. They're real with a filter. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, but those filters, man. They're I mean, amazing. I had, I filtered the shit out of a photo of me mm-hmm. and I was like, holy Is shit. Is that the one you posted this morning? Yeah. <laughs> it was a good photo. I had freckles. <laughs> I had like, it literally like. That's what's so scary. You, that's why I won't do dating apps. You, yeah. You, you can't tell. Also, I'm not big on like, I mean, you have to be physically attracted to a person, of course, but like a picture means nothing to me. I have to know your personality. Because yeah, you can yeah. be a, just a, I had, so I do man on the street videos for this company called The Social Man. We do them weekly. And uh, this week we said you were like a strong guy or a smart guy. And every girl, every girl we spoke to, smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that was kind of a, that made sense because of course you're going to stay smart. But when girls, say smart i feel like they still think ashton kutcher body smart. no see it's funny because like i work at a gym i work at gold's gym in venice which is where like the mecca of bodybuilding yeah. i am so not attracted to muscles well but those are like those are like but even arnold in general, schwarzenegger like, i don't muscles. care if a guy is super in shape like i want you to work out because it shows you care about yourself but i don't care if you look like you work out okay yeah but so at what level of smarts do you need um you don't have to, I mean, it doesn't, I'm not saying you have to be like, I didn't, I didn't go to college. I don't care if you went to college. Like, I just want you to be a nice human being and have a good heart and make me laugh. Hold a conversation. Yeah. Hold a conversation. Make me but laugh. But not be a comic who makes you laugh because they're pieces of shit. <laughs> Comics they? who make you laugh. It's a drug. It's weird. <laughs> that's my sex now. It's like, oh yeah, it made some people laugh. <laughs> I got my, that's like me getting my You're rocks addicted. off. Yeah. It's like, do I need to get laid? No, but I need a joke to no, land. No, I find myself doing it all the time. I'll be at like the grocery store and I'm like, see myself like doing bits on like the clerk. It's like, what are you doing, Paige? Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yesterday I was at Whole Foods and the guy was like, your salad looks good. I love beets. And I was like, oh, by Dre or the vegetable. And I was just like, stop, Paige. <laughs> stop making bad jokes. You can't stop. You can't stop. Won't stop. Well, look, come back anytime. We're already at to. an hour. So we're going to call it there. Uh, everyone who's listening, go follow Paige yeah. uh, on all of her social media and everything. And um, yeah, come back soon. And, I would love and chat. to. Um, thanks so much. It was, uh, yeah, we're like, we're like friends now. We, we, we clicked immediately. I got, I know. Well, I didn't even get into, I wanted to, this is, it's always like, um, an iceberg. Like I just got the tip okay. here. I wanted to like get into like way more things, but we just, we're well, out of time. And wait was, for part two. Yeah. Part two is going to have to come up soon. I think so we knew each other in a past life. We did. We were friends. Yeah. We, hopefully I didn't bully you in a past <laughs> life. All right. That's the episode, everybody. Um, uh, f- yeah. Follow Paige. Go find her stuff. Go, go on her Snapchat and leave a comment on the sex actually pod. Cast. Oh, we'll take a photo. Okay. So we'll we'll, do, we'll take a little photo. Oh, good. I my uh, So everyone who's listening, leave a comment. Um, sex actually pod. Or if you have any questions uh, for the future, uh, you can write to us sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com Make sure to share this with your friends. Uh, we're finishing 2016 off strong. Um, so thank you guys for your support. And um, all right, that was a great episode. Bye, Bye everybody. You know, we don't stop.